Hi again, everybody. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for downloading the Bengals Booth Podcast. The I can see for miles and miles edition, as the Bengals did the following at 11:31 on Thursday night. With the 28th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select. Miles Murphy, defensive end, Coming up, you'll hear from Zach Taylor and Lou Anarumo on the newest Bengal. And you'll also hear what Miles Murphy had to say after being selected by Cincinnati. Then I'll talk to my broadcast partner, Dave Lapham, on why Miles was the pick and what we think the Bengals are likely to do on day two. The Bengals Booth Podcast is brought to you by AltaFiber, future-proof fiber internet capable of delivering multi-gigabit speeds designed to take your home, business, and community to a new level. Elevate your connection with AltaFiber. Now, here's a quick reminder that you can have the latest edition of this podcast delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. It's the greatest thing since Skyline becoming the official chili of the Cincinnati Bengals. Gold Star was a great partner with the Bengals organization for more than two decades. But let's face it, Skyline is the most popular brand of Cincinnati-styled chili. And now, Bengals fans will be able to get Skyline Chili Cheese Conies at concession stands throughout Paycor Stadium. The Bengals and Skyline are also going to team up on a collectible cup series. I think I will celebrate by having my standard order, a four-way with light onion, and I put one cracker on each forkful to add a little salt and crunch. And, in case you're interested, I cut, not twirl. Now, let's get to the Bengals' first-round draft pick, Clemson defensive end, Miles Murphy. He's 6'4", 268 pounds, and ran a 4.5340 at his pro day. Murphy had six and a half sacks last year, seven the year before, and he's only 21 years old. Dane Brugler from The Athletic wrote the following about Murphy in his draft guide. Quote, he is naturally gifted with the explosive traits, play speed, and length to be a disruptive leverage power rusher in the NFL. He projects as a base end in a four-man front with the floor of an NFL starter. Greg Cosell from NFL Films calls Murphy a solid defensive end prospect with excellent size, length, and overall athleticism who needs refinement work as an edge pass rusher to become a high-level player in the NFL. Here's Bengals head coach Zach Taylor on getting Murphy at pick number 28. This wasn't a scenario we thought was going to play out for us, to be quite honest with you. You know, it's anything can happen. And um, but, you know, in all of our discussions we had over the previous days, I, I didn't think that Miles Murphy was going to be there at 28. I think that's what, you know, Duke does a great job of is laying it out and, and talking about it five picks before, four picks before. Shoot, I think eight picks before is when we really started the conversation. Um, and you're watching guys get checked off the board and, and some are sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. Uh, but but I, I think we had a high degree of confidence that if he was there, we were going to take him and feel really good about it. He came in here on a visit, um, so we've met with him a couple times, felt really good about um, all the things that come with that. So, um, again, just, just excited that he was there at 28 for us. There were only three teams in the NFL that had fewer sacks than Cincinnati last year, and the Bengals finished 21st 
in pass rush win rate. Here's defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo on how Murphy can help. Oh, he'll be in the rotation right away. You know, we play a ton of D linemen, so, um, you know, he'll, he'll jump right in there and, you know, you know, back up um, Sam and Trey and, and, and get right in there, like I said, uh, in the mix with those guys and <clears throat> being the, in the third down rush package and, um, you know, whatever we come up with there. So uh, looking forward to get him going right away. These great quarterbacks we have to play, if, if they're back there in a clean pocket, they're going to pick you apart no matter how well you're covering them. So uh, to move them around, to get them off their spot, to, to sack them and pressure them and hit them, that's the only way you really can affect these guys. So uh, he's just another one along the lines. We've got some darn good ones already, as I mentioned, with Trey and Sam and Joseph and, those, and that group. So this guy will jump right in there. He checks all the boxes from a measurable standpoint, and you add that with his makeup as a as a as a guy and as a player, teammate, those things. You know that's what kind of brings uh, um, was it brought a high level of um, you know that we liked them the way we did. The Bengals Booth Podcast is brought to you by Kettering Health, the official healthcare provider of the Bengals. With more than 120 care facilities and 1,500 care providers, Kettering Health is committed to guiding you to your best health. Visit KetteringHealth.org to learn more. Murphy did not attend the draft in Kansas City. His family rented out a club and hosted a party for roughly 170 people. Miles says he was thrilled to be selected in the first round and go to a team that's been to -to back-to-back AFC Championship games. I'm going to say like me, you know, they they have all the pieces to be a consistent Super Bowl contender, AFC Championship contender. But I just want to be that. I just want to be that finishing piece, that piece that, you know, just you know pushes pushes them over, pushes them over, over and past that ledge of being a consistent Super Bowl contender and a consistent Super Bowl winner every year. One thing that defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo said in his press conference a couple minutes ago, Miles, was that he expects you to come in and contribute right away. Uh, what gives you the confidence, and, and what in your career at Clemson? Um, lead you to believe you'll be able to contribute right away in your rookie year? Well, that's, that's been my expectation for the longest. Uh, I'm about to say, ever since high school, I had a mission to come in and start dominate every year that I was in college, and I still have a mission to come in and do what I need to do to dominate every down. That's, that's, my, that's always been my mission. That's going to be my mission moving forward. I imagine you've dreamed of this moment for a long time. Can you describe the phone call? It was I, I can't I can't even explain it to you. It was, it was a whole bunch of just emotions going through my body. I was I was literally shaking on the phone call. I couldn't even get too many words out, but really just excitement. Really, I'm just I'm just ready to play football. I just want to play football, man. I, that's really that's really my initial reaction, man. I just I just want to play football. Blessed to be taken wherever, wherever, at whatever number, wherever I'm playing. I just want to play football, man. That's, that's all I want to do right now. You know, these visits kind of run all together, but when you left your visit with the Bengals, did you have a, a good feeling that you might be in play for them? Uh, I mean, I had a good feeling that they liked me. and I, When I was there, I really loved the city, loved the coaches. I, well, I, already, knew, I already knew the D-line coach there, so you know, I felt comfortable when I was there the whole time. Miles is expected to arrive in Cincinnati on Saturday. The Bengals Booth Podcast is brought to you by Paycor. More than 29,000 customers trust Paycor to help them recruit, pay, engage, and retain employees. Learn more at Paycor.com. And by Bengals Picks and Ultimate Bengals. 
the free-to-play with tickets and signed merchandise up for grabs. Find both inside the Bengals app. Now, time for analysis of round one and look ahead to Friday's second and third rounds with Dave Lapham. Lap, one of the best cornerbacks was still on the board, Joey Porter Jr. He was ranked number 16 on Dane Brugler's board, 6'3", 34-inch arms. Everybody seemed to think he was going to be a first-round pick. Obviously, the great tight end from Covington Catholic High School in Notre Dame, Michael Mayer, was still on the board. He had been mocked to Cincinnati on various mock drafts forever. But they went with a pass rusher in Miles Murphy. Why? Well, you know, Dan, I think we, we talked about, uh, you know, during the course of our uh, interviews with each other leading up to the draft, that it has definitely become a quarterback-driven league. Not that it wasn't before when you're paying guys $50 million a year. You know, it's like that. that's that's where the game is. The game is in the air. There's no doubt about it. So you try to do everything you possibly can to affect the quarterback. Um, the Bengals have one of the best in the NFL in Joe Burrow. But in the ASD, there's Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers now, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson's re-upped with Baltimore, Herbert, Tua, Lawrence, uh, Watson. You know, he's got the most guaranteed money of anybody up in Cleveland. They're expecting big things out of him. Uh, Denver's expecting a rebound season from Wilson. So, I mean, the ASD is loaded with outstanding quarterbacks uh, that are capable of outstanding quarterback play. So the thing you have to do is pressure them, get them off their spot, hasten their reads, uh, make them make poor, poor decisions. And, uh, you know, so you need edge rush guys. And you need corners to make the windows tighter. And there's a good chance they'll probably uh, go corner maybe in round two, potentially, instead of the order being corner, then edge rusher. They've got their edge rusher. Now they may think corner because, you know, when you look at it, Dan, in the top 100 uh, picks, 15 corners were projected to potentially go in those top 100 picks the first uh, two days of the draft. And at this point in time, only four are off the board, which is uh, which is pretty remarkable. So at some point here, there's going to be a run on corners, mm-hmm. and you, you just wonder and hope that it doesn't take place before the Bengals are maybe ready for a selection at number 60, but... 14 offensive players went off the board. 17 defensive players went off the board. The Bengals were a participant in the biggest uh, participatory position, edge rush. Seven edge rush guys go off the board in round one. That's pretty telling. Miles Murphy's sack numbers were solid, but not spectacular at Clemson. He had 17 and a half sacks in his three years, but... He had 37 tackles for loss, double digits every year. He forced six fumbles. He just celebrated his 21st birthday on January 3rd. At his pro day, he measured 6'4", 271 pounds. He ran a 4.5340. Let's put that in perspective. Cooper Cup ran a 4.62 at the Combine several years ago. So this guy is a freak. I think he's been a very solid player, but obviously there's still the potential for him to uh, elevate his game and become more dominant. No doubt, Dan. I mean, and, and the guy, not only does he have the long speed, a 270-pound guy running four or five. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. He's got, you know, he's got the short space quickness. He's got the short space agility, you know, to go along with it. And, He's an explosive player. He's a disruptive player. He can penetrate 
and wreak havoc in the tackles for loss that you're referencing, not just the quarterback sacks. Two power five players recorded at least 35 tackles for loss and at least six forced fumbles across the last three college football seasons. He was one of them. He's the only player in the country to produce at least 10 tackles for loss and at least one forced fumble in each of the last three seasons. So he's done it, and he's done it consistently. Not a one-hit wonder, not one year of, like, amazing productivity, but every single year he'll give it to you. And I agree, at 21 years old, I mean, his best football is still way ahead of him. Um, so uh, the de there's development there. There's there's upside potential there. And, and when you look at it, Dan, the Bengals organization has had success drafting Clemson players. They've had coaches from Clemson. In fact, Coach Hobby, the defensive line coach, um, knows, uh, knows Miles Murphy and his abilities pretty darn well. And when you've had success with coaches and players from, you know, a, a university or college, you, you keep going back to it. And the Bengals have gone on record saying we like to draft players from big schools that have achieved and earned success. And they won national championships and played at the highest level. And so it's all worked. And they went to the, the Clemson well again. Let's talk about Miles Murphy's role this year. Sam Hubbard played more than 800 snaps in the regular season last year. He was in on nearly 80% of the Bengals' defensive snaps. He'll be 28 in June. Trey Hendrickson is already 28. He played 629 snaps in the regular season, even though he missed a game due to injury, and he battled injuries throughout much of the year. How helpful is it to those guy to get those two guys to get somebody else in the rotation that can legitimately not only pressure the quarterback but is big enough to play the run if needed? Yeah, it, it's 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 massive. It really is. I mean, you keep guys fresh, um, you know, in the second half and in the fourth quarter in the National Football League. Usually, games are one score games, so you need guys to 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 be able to just you know put on that burst when needed in that fourth quarter. And uh, you, know, you you don't usually experience, oh, let's stick it in cruise control and just cruise through the rest of this football game. I mean, you, you're, you're playing at an intense level every single snap in, in most NFL football games. So you cannot have enough good edge rush people, interior defensive uh, linemen, cornerbacks in, in, in coverage. And, uh, you know, in, in speaking about how the numbers uh, went down, uh, with respect to the draft, defensive tackles and edge rush guys, you know, you had 11 guys already off the board, four defensive tackles, seven edge rush guys, uh, four cornerbacks. That's 15 players right there on the defensive side of it. You want to have as many of them as you possibly can on your roster. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. And, and the thing is, Lou Anarumo uses them all, and, and the versatility that Miles Murphy provides with that athleticism. Uh, Lou Anarumo has got another chess piece to work with. He can play on the edge. He can kick inside. He can cover in the flat. And when now that uh, Jackson has re-signed with Baltimore, that five defensive lineman package, you got a lot of guys out there, and you want to rotate guys in there. And Miles Murphy with that 4-5-40, he's got the short space quickness to affect Lamar Jackson. He can also run him down. You know, he's he's got the speed – uh, to, to run people down on the football field. He's got short space quickness and he's got long speed. That's a, that's a heck of a combination on a guy that's 
close to six five and probably over two hundred and seventy pounds. That's it's remarkable. Daniel Jeremiah had Murphy at number twenty one on his final big board. It was the same for Dane Brugler from the Athletic, number twenty one on his final big board. Do you figure that the Bengals? Uh, can we take them at their word when they say that they uh, had him graded much higher than number 28? Yeah, I think so. You know, in the, in the pressure last night and asked him uh, where in the first round, did you say uh, miles Murphy? We'd, we'd like this to be our guy. And, and when did you target him? And it, they said like around pick 20, you know, it was like, boy, miles Murphy's still there. Let's. Uh, this is the guy we want. They covet Miles Murphy. Let's go after Miles Murphy. And there he was at 28. Um, and and there probably were some phone calls about you know about trading back. Uh, they they decided not to do that, and they made that pick. I mean, in a minute, and they 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 were all over it. There was the all the decisions had been made. They ran up to that. Uh, ran up to the to the hit hand that pick in as fast as they possibly could. And Miles Murphy is now a Cincinnati Bengal. All right, let's look ahead to rounds two and three coming up on Friday night. You mentioned the corners. A lot of them still there. Joey Porter's still on the board. I can't imagine he will get to pick 60, but he's there for now. But you've still got Keeley Ringo, DJ Turner, Julius Brents, Tyreek Stevenson, Cam Smith, Clark Phillips, and others. There are a lot of tight ends still on the board. Sam Laporta, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Kraft, Luke Schoonmaker, Josh Wiley, Will Mallory. You've got a lot of running backs still on the board. Zach Charbonnet, Devin Aidchain, Tajay Spears, Tate Bigsby, Roshan Johnson. Do you figure the Bengals' second-round pick will come from one of those positions? And and if so, which one do you think is most likely? Yeah, I, you know, all the, quote, uh, experts, and then others that I talked to, I mean, top 100 picks, 10 to 12 tight ends, all right? might be available one is off the board at this point in time 15 cornerbacks may be available four are off the board at this point in time you know you got to think man you know we've already took one took an edge guy uh took took you know the, the 12 defensive ends 10 defensive tackles 22 down linemen might be available in the top 100 picks half of them have already been consumed so you know our thought, Dan, I think we were in the same school of thought that it was, you know, going to be defense are right, affecting the quarterbacks like we already talked about. Somebody on the edge and somebody in the back end and might have been corner first and then edge rush guy. Well, it might reverse itself out. Could be edge guy and then corner. So there's a good chance, you know, there could be a cornerback uh, that, that that might be available. But, you know, you look at it, there's there's positions that have not been addressed. There has not been a safety drafted. There's not been a center drafted. There's not been a guard drafted. But on the back end, there's not been a safety drafted. So all of those safeties are are in play as well. And a lot of those safeties can play slot corner. And they give position versatility. A lot of them aren't just, you know, know, big-bodied, very stiff safeties on the back end. These guys are very versatile football players. And Lou Anarumo, once again, there's a lot of things with those safeties back there in terms of his uh, his big chess board. So they've got they've got options. They've got options back there that have, have not, in some cases, haven't even been addressed whatsoever. No safeties, <laughs> one tight end, uh, just four corners. 
it'll be very interesting to see when the runs start and the order that they start in. But Levis is uh, on the board still. Mayor, Porter, Branch, like you talked about. I mean, that's that's going to – everybody's resetting their boards and they're saying, wow, we didn't expect this guy to be there, this guy to be there. It's going to it's gonna push some people back. And the Bengals, uh, it might be quite interesting to see what's unearthed and left at number 60. We did not get our wishes in round one. You had targeted two players, Lucas Van Ness, the pass rusher out of Iowa. He went 13th to Green Bay. You also liked Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback from Mississippi State. He went 16th to Washington. I had ultimately settled on Kalijah Kansi, the defensive tackle from Pitt. He went 19th to Tampa Bay. So our three guys all went in the top 20. I think we're kind of in agreement for who we have our fingers crossed about for round two and that is tight end sam laporta out of iowa if he could somehow make it to number 60 i'd look at him and i see mark andrews the great receiving weapon for the baltimore ravens is that your guy are we in agreement that sam laporta would kind of be the fantasy if he somehow makes it to 60 i mean he's got to be in the discussion i mean if he makes it to 60 i you know you'd think he'd be gone somewhere in the mid 40s uh the worst case scenario with just one tight end off the board at this point in time, well, you know, will the, when will the tight end run happen? Uh, there's going to be a run, uh, but yeah, that Laporte is a guy that got good size, uh, sub four, six runs in the four fives. He's uh, very good hands. Good after the catch, a lot of missed tackles, a lot of broken tackles comes from Iowa. You know, you, you got Kittle, you got TJ Hawkinson. There's a, there's a pedigree there being a tight end from Iowa. He did not, his senior year did not have much uh, at the quarterback position. His numbers suffered as a result, but this guy in my mind is a complete football player. And uh, I, I'd, I'd like to see them, them draft Laporta. If he's there, there's no doubt, Dan, but you know, if there's, if there's a corner that's, you know, looming there and it's like, man, the run on corners hasn't happened. And other things took place first. I, I I would think too that offensive tackle has been has been addressed uh, by by a few people. Four offensive tackles off the board, but that's not that's not a huge number. And you know there might be an offensive tackle sitting there. I I think that our our boy from uh, Syracuse Bergeron sitting there. I, if he makes it down to sixty, that that guy I'd be I, I would not have a problem. With them drafting a Syracuse offensive tackle at number 60. <laughs> well, how about Dewan Jones, the 6'8", 374 pound tackle from Ohio State? I know because of his weight, he's a little bit polarizing. Some people say buyer beware, but there were other points during the draft process where people had him mocked in the first round to Cincinnati. Yeah, and I think that's the reason that he's still there, Dan, because he was 370 something for the combine. But I've heard recently he weighed in at 393. So mm. he's approaching 400, and he could he could be 410, 415. He could be one of those kind of guys because he is one massive man. I mean, every way you can be big, this man is big, <laughs> enormous, enormous. I mean, it's like he he's incredible. It's almost like when <laughs> – you thought guys like that were extinct, you know, the, the, back in the in the dinosaur era. He is <laughs> one big dude. So the Bengals don't want to move up, 
They would rather move back and get extra picks. I think that's true about about uh, just about any team in the NFL. But if you look at last year, they wanted a corner. When they got to the second round, there was only one that they thought was worthy of, of being selected, Cam Taylor-Britt. So they moved up. Yep. Could you see a scenario this year? Same thing, cornerbacks. They want a corner. They want to add depth to that position group. I mentioned some of the names that are still there. If one of those guys and, and only one is left and they're, you know, seven or eight picks away could you see it um i i could see it but don't expect it um you know you only having seven picks those those uh those draft picks you want to you want to try to hold on to if you possibly can if it doesn't work out in the second round you have to project to the third what's going to be there in the third round and there'll still be some guys you know there that they could probably work with in the third round so the the, the one thing that we've talked about ad nauseum with this uh, football team is, is their ability to be patient and to pivot. And, you know, I think that's one of the biggest reasons they're one of the top three teams, if not the top team in the NFL with their 53 man roster, you know, they, they have uh, a, a remarkable ability to have, you know, m- multiple plans plan a B through Z or whatever. And, and uh, they're patient and and they'll pivot when necessary. So I, I expect them to to do the same thing. But man, was it the wild wild west last night or what? Fourteen <laughs> of the thirty one picks last night had trade involvement. Fourteen of the thirty one. I mean, it was wild last night, man. It was crazy. Nothing was crazier than when Jameer Gibbs went twelfth to Detroit. I did not see yeah. that coming at all. And and they 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 jumped around like. Everybody in the league was after him. I mean, that Detroit uh, room after they picked picked him was like all oh, it's, it's ecstatic, celebratory, and it's like, man, we, you know, got. I, I guess you know they targeted a guy that speed kills in the National Football League. It kills in general in any sport, but in the National Football League, it is it's a massive weapon, and this kid's got that. There's no doubt. I mean, they um, check it down. Seven-yard reception turns into 70-yard touchdowns with a guy like that. All right. Miles Murphy is a Bengal. We're excited to meet him when he gets to town on Saturday. In the meantime, do some homework, and we'll do uh, another version of one of these conversations after rounds two and three. I like it, Dan. I like it a lot. And uh, off to a good start, you know. I mean, um, as the old saying goes, can never have enough good pass rushers. Can never have enough good cover guys. And the Bengals got themselves another pass rusher. And and honestly, the traits this guy has, man, it, it's it is crazy. And Dan, he's only like you said earlier, he's only 21 years old. I mean, when he's 24, 25 years old, his body's. I mean, how how big he's long that he's not going to shrink. He's long. He's strong. He's gonna. He's gonna he's he's gonna mature. He's gonna get stronger. I mean, man, sky's the limit for this young man. There's no doubt. Don't forget, I'll have a new edition of this podcast after day two of the draft that will be posted and ready by the time you wake up on Saturday morning. That's going to do it for this episode of the Bengals Booth Podcast, brought to you by Kettering Health, the official healthcare provider of the Bengals, by Bengals Picks and Ultimate Bengals. They're free to play with tickets and signed merchandise up for grabs. By Paycor, the official HR software provider of the Bengals. 
and by Alta Fiber, future-proof fiber internet. Elevate your connection with Alta Fiber. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this podcast, and if you have a minute, give it a rating or share a comment. That helps more Bengals fans find us. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for listening to the Bengals Booth Podcast.